You're listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. In this podcast, we'll hear a message from Pastor Robert. The title of the message is The Good, The Blessing, The Benefits. The Good, The Blessing, and The Benefits. James says that our life is short, right? He said it's but like a vapor and it appears and it vanishes a little while. You have one life to live, one life. So in that life, would you not want to experience the good, the blessing, and the benefits? Someone say amen, hopefully. So let's go to the book of Job, chapter 22. Verses 21 through 29. And there's two words in these few verses that I want to draw from this morning. So reading out of chapter 22 from the book of Job, verse 21, it says, Acquaint now thyself with him and be at peace. Therefore, thereby good shall come unto thee. Verse 22, receive. Somebody say, receive. Receive. So that's one of the words I want to draw from this morning. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth, and lay up his words in thy heart. If thou return, somebody say, return. return. Good guess, that's the second word I want to draw from, all right? If thou return to the Almighty, thou shalt be built up. Thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacle. Then shalt thou lay up gold as dust and the gold of Ophir as the stones of the brooks. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense and thou shalt have plenty of silver. For then shalt thou have thy delight in the Almighty and shalt lift up thy face unto God Thou shalt make thy prayer unto him, and he shall hear thee, and thou shalt pay thy vows. Thou shalt also decree a thing, and it shall be established unto thee, and the light shall shine upon thy ways. When men are cast down, then thou shalt say, there is lifting up, and he shall save the humble person. The good, the blessing, and the benefit will come to you when you really know God. Not when you know about God, not when you've heard about God, but when you really know God. How do you know God? Is when you have an intimate relationship with God. You, you talk to him, uh, you read his word, uh, you meditate, and, and he speaks to you. How do we know God in verse 22? Uh, in verse 23, it gives us the answer. In verse 23, it says, return. And then in verse 22, it said, receive. So when you return, that that word return means you have wandered from him. Has anybody ever wandered from the Lord? You just wake up one day and you feel like God has left you. And then you realize God didn't leave you, you left God. Does anyone, can anybody say, I've been there? Can anybody say that? 
So in Isaiah chapter 53, verse six says, all. Somebody say all. All we like sheep have gone astray. We have turned everyone to his own way and the Lord has laid on him the iniquity of us all. So there in Isaiah 53 and six, uh, we are compared to sheep. Not for the sheep's good qualities, uh, but for the foolishness and the stupidity of a sheep going astray from the shepherd. Because without the shepherd, the sheep will wander off into pasture that is not good. Uh, they'll end up in a place where there is no water. Do you hear me? Uh, Jesus said that he is the good shepherd. Has God, has the Lord Jesus been a good shepherd to anybody? in the house of Jewel City, give him a hand clap and a shout of praise. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, don't act like a sheep, all right? How about going astray? Has, you know, I tell people growing up, I had a drug problem. Mom and dad drugged my hind into church. And then about 16, I got afar, afar away as I could possibly get. Anybody relate to that? But in Luke chapter 15, verse 13, and not many days after the young son gathered all together and took his journey into a far country, and there wasted his substance with righteous living. By nature, we are far off. Therefore, our first need is to return and be reconciled to him. Maybe there's somebody in the house that you're just not where you need to be. And for whatever reason, uh, you have run away from God like the prodigal son uh, and you're in a far land and nothing seems to be working out for you. If you read that story in Luke, uh, while the prodigal was afar uh, off, the father was still uh, on the porch waiting and looked up and welcomed him home. I got good gospel news. You may have walked in here today living in a far land, but you can leave here living in the presence of God Almighty. Change, give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Brought near, brought near, Ephesians chapter two. Verse 13, but now in Christ Jesus, ye who sometimes were far off are made nigh by the blood of Christ. How many could remember when you was not living the way you should have been living? First Peter 2 and 25. Man, I got a ton of scripture today. First Peter 2 and 25, for ye were as sheep going astray but are now returned, there's that word again, return unto the shepherd and the bishop of your soul. Christ is the shepherd. Christ knows where there's good pasture. Christ knows where the benefits are for you and the goodness and the blessings and that's following him. There's only one way back to God. There's no other way. Some people say, well, the, the road is too narrow. Well, it is a narrow way, but it's wide enough for the whole world. Jesus stretched forth his arms that whosoever should call upon his name shall be saved. Isaiah 55, 
Verse six and seven. Seek ye the Lord while he may be found. Call ye upon him while he is near. Let the wicked forsake his way and the unrighteous man his thoughts and let him return. There's that word again. Unto the Lord and he will have mercy upon him and to our God for he will abundantly pardon. I was lost and undone hiding from my mom and dad, parking my car behind the club, telling people I was with, don't tell my mom and dad you've seen me here. But it didn't matter because there was a God in heaven that never sleeps and never slumbers and his eyes was roaming to and fro and on a bar stool. The goodness and the mercy of God, the Holy Spirit touched my heart, lifted me up and I returned to the first love of my life. His name is Jesus uh, and I've received the goodness uh, and I've received the blessing and I've received the benefits uh, of a holy God. Uh, I'm just wondering if there's anybody in the house uh, that's undone uh, that feels like maybe God don't know uh, where you're at. Uh, that maybe God don't know what you're going through. I got a word for you. Return. Uh, return uh, unto the Lord. Uh, the Lord is merciful. The Lord will reach out and welcome you. The Lord will pick you up and clean you up while everybody else is still putting you down and everybody else is still talking about what you used to be instead of what you is. I got news for you. God can show up in your mess and give you a message. Somebody give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. The second word, receive. Somebody say receive. In Job chapter 22, verse 22, first word, receive. It can be on your mom, it can be on your dad. It can be all around you, but until you receive, it can be on your boyfriend, it can be on your husband, it can be on your wife, it can be on your child, but until you receive, it's a personal relationship with the Lord Jesus Christ. You can't get to heaven on nobody else's coattail. Do you hear me? Receive, I pray thee, uh-oh, Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth and lay up his words in thy heart. See, it really don't matter what my opinion is and it really doesn't matter what your opinion is. There's only one that it matters and it's what God says. And it's not God's opinion, it's God's word. It's his truth, do you hear me? Oh boy, oh boy. Receive, I pray thee, the law from his mouth and lay up his words in thy heart. Receive. Having returned to the Lord, we must then receive him as our personal savior and begin to study his word. And then the goodness and the blessings and the benefits come our way. It's not a name it and claim it. It's a walk it and talk it. You hear me? Receive John 14 and 6, Jesus saith unto him, I am the way, the truth, and the life. No man cometh unto the Father but by me. So then we must receive his law and obey his commandments. Obedience, obedience. Joshua 1 and 8, this book of the law shall not depart out of thy mouth 
but thou shalt meditate therein day and night that thou mayest observe to do according to all that is written therein. You want the blessings and the goodness and the benefits of God? Chew on the word of God. Meditate on the word of God and watch the goodness of God chase you down. It is a lifestyle. Can somebody say amen? When we receive his word, the law, and we obey his commandments, we get to know him not only as savior, but friend. We sing that song, I am a friend of God. Do we have any friends of God in the house? Listen to me. In John 15 and 14, you are my friends. So how do we become a friend of God? Listen to this. If you do whatsoever I command you, Henceforth I call you not servants, for the servants knoweth not what his Lord doeth, but I have called you friends. For all things that I have heard of my Father, I have made known unto you. The more that we receive, the more we hear, the more we obey, the more that we live out his word, the more we shall know him. Not know about him, but the more we shall know him. So what are some of the benefits of knowing God? We shall be built up. According to Job 22 and 23 that I read you, if thou return to the Almighty, thou shall be built up. In other words, by knowing him, we become spiritually strong. Robust men and women, do you hear me? Strong in the Lord. Listen to Ephesians 6 and 10. Be strong in the Lord and in his mighty power. 2 Peter 3 and 18. But grow in grace and in the knowledge of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. To him be glory both now and forever. There is no need at Jewel City Church with the preaching, with the worship, with the men's Bible study, with the women's Bible study and all the small groups and all the teaching that's going on in the classroom for anyone to be a weak, anemic, peewee, Herman Christian. Do you hear me? There is something for every age. Get excited about what God is doing and get in the word of God and let the goodness and the blessing and the benefits of God change your family for generation to come. Give God a hand clap and a shout of praise. Be the Daniel chapter 11 verse 32 kind of Christian. And such as do wickedly against the covenant shall he corrupt by flatteries but, somebody say but. But the people that do know their God shall be strong and do exploits. Shall be strong. We are not anemic. We are not weak. We are strong in the Lord Jesus Christ. 
No matter what comes your way, you can depend upon God Almighty. I said, no matter what you're going through, I can, you've heard me say, uh, uh, my, my dad used to tell me when I was a young man and was doing stupid stuff, he'd say, son, and my grandfather, it was generational. My grandfather, I can remember him saying, if you burn a blister, you will set on it. Uh, and I have burned some blisters and I've had to set on it. But I can tell you by the grace of God, through those times, uh, God will grow you. Uh, think about Paul writing two-thirds of the New Testament and he was locked up in jail. Do you hear me? God is still God. God is still faithful. Do you hear me? It don't matter. We're all going through storms. We're all going through difficult times, uh, but we can find joy in those times and we can find wisdom. We can find strength and we can grow. I don't want to stop growing. I want to keep walking and with the God Almighty and when I die, I want to die empty. How about you? Is there anybody in the house that is willing to take another step uh, to go a little bit deeper in your relationship with God that the goodness and the blessing and the benefits of God will rush down upon you and not only on you but on your children and your children's children and your children's children, children from generation to generation. I feel like I'm preaching uh, better than you all are shouting this morning because I want the goodness of God to flow in your family. If you believe that and you want that, stand to your feet and say, God, I want to grow. Somebody, somebody say it. Say, God, I want to grow. You can't grow unless you make an effort. Unless you make an effort. What are the benefits of knowing God? What are some of the benefits when you know God, you will drastically address sin in your life. When you become so cold to your sin, the presence of God is no longer there and you just do whatever you want to do. In this scripture, Job 22, verse 23, the second part of that verse says, thou shalt put away iniquity far from thy tabernacles. Our bodies are the temples of God, are the tabernacles of God. Our bodies. 1 Corinthians 6 and 19, what? Know you not that your body is the temple of the Holy Ghost, which is in you, which you have of God, and you are not your own. When you really, really know God, we share his hatred for sin, and we shall deal with it. Look at your neighbor and say, neighbor, deal with it. When I do something I shouldn't do or when I think of something I shouldn't think or say something, the Holy Spirit convicts me. I don't need somebody else to tell me. Isn't it amazing when you do something throughout the day and at nighttime before you go to bed and you say your prayers, as soon as you begin to talk to God, he reminds you. Anybody else have that happen to you, huh? I tell you, the closer you get to the Lord, you don't have to wait till you go to bed. When it happens, he'll let you know, right? Don't you wish he'd take a day off once in a while? Huh? My goodness. Now, you know that's a joke. Don't send me no email tomorrow, right? Please, I ain't gonna read it anyway, but I can read it, but I don't know how to respond to it. I know how to get it, but I don't know how to respond to it. 
So we ought to share his hatred. We shall also be greatly enriched when we know him. In Job 22, verse 24, if you notice, we're just taking each one of these verses. Then shalt thou lay up gold as dust and the gold of Ophrah as the stones of the brooks. Yea, the Almighty shall be thy defense and thou shalt have plenty of silver. So to know him is to become enriched indeed. I'm not talking about my wealth, but I'm enriched. You here this morning that know the Lord Jesus Christ and you know him in a personal relationship, you are rich. Do you hear me? You are rich. If you are a true believer and you're, then you're an heir of God and a joint heir with Christ. Listen to Romans chapter eight, verse 16. The spirit itself beareth witness within our spirit that we are the children of God. And if children, then heirs, heirs of God and joint heirs with Christ. If so be that we suffer with him, that we may also be glorified together. I think some of us need to possess our possessions. You need to possess what is rightfully yours. Stand with me this morning, would you? When we possess our possessions and when we come to a place where we know God. I can remember growing up and my, my parents had such knowledge of the word of God. My Aunt Opal, my mom's sister, when she passed, I wished that her wisdom and her knowledge could have been transferred into my mind and my soul, but it don't work that way. Would you really not, I mean, would, would you like to have the peace, the peace of God? I'm, I'm gonna say a few things here. I truly believe what I'm about to say that we are in a culture war like we've maybe never been before. And I'm sure past generations have said the same thing. But as we traveled a couple weeks ago to Florida and then we went to Lancaster uh, with the ladies and I told you I, I watch people. I'm not making light, I'm not making fun. There is a major culture war, and I think it's another thing that's good for our children to be in here and hear the voice of their pastor. There is no peace in the culture. There is no peace, there is no joy in what the world is fighting for. It's amazing how we have surrendered to a small percentage of the community of people in this country. And again, with no hatred toward any. I see absolutely no peace, no joy, whether it be a gay, drunkard, bitter person, one carrying unforgiveness, one striving for success, 
whatever. Success means nothing without peace and joy. And I look at what America's pushing and there is no peace in them people's lives. I'm just being honest. No different than me before I knew Christ, there was no peace in my life. There was no joy. We are a church blessed with young people. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. You need to hear my voice. Whatever the culture is telling you is all right, it don't matter what their opinion is. And to be honest with you, it doesn't matter what your opinion is. You pick up the Bible for yourself. If you want the goodness of God and you want the blessings of God and you want the benefits of God, it's not wrapped up in what the culture is trying to sell you. Do you hear me? You pick it up for yourself and you read the word of God yourself. And you make up your, your own mind, not MTV. Can you imagine? MTV making up your mind or Fox News or CNN or MSNBC or Pastor Rob. Find out yourself. Get a relationship with God yourself. And here's what happens. John 14 and 27, peace I leave with you. My peace I give unto you. Not as the world giveth, give I unto you. Let not your heart be troubled, neither let it be afraid. Then you experience, when you get that relationship with God personally, you will get that, you will receive that experience of fullness of joy. I, I, I'll tell you honestly, I got a lot of areas in my life that, and sometimes I get aggravated. <laughs> Could you say amen? And, uh, but I love life and I have the joy of the Lord. We laughed on that bus, did we not? We laughed. We laughed the whole time we was gone. We laugh at church. Can I be honest with you? We laugh at funerals. Because laughter is like medicine to our soul. It's the joy of the Lord. You don't put it on a shelf when you're going through a storm. John chapter 15, verse 11. These things have I spoken unto you that my joy might remain in you and that your joy might be full. I ask you, is your joy do you have the joy of the Lord? And is your joy full? So what are the other benefits of knowing God? In Job 22, verses 26, for there shalt thou have thy delight in the Almighty and shall lift up thy face unto God. This means we shall be weaned away from the earthly and temporal things. I promise you I'm gonna, I'm gonna close. Be weaned away. How long are you going to be on the milk before you're weaned and you get on the meat yourself, the Word of God? How long? Until you do, there'll be no true, true knowledge and relationship. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I have two or three more pages of notes, but I'm going to stop right there. Every head bowed and every eye closed. I'm going to ask you a question. Do you personally know God? Have you received him 
as your Lord and as your Savior? If death was to knock on your door today, would heaven be your home? The answer is not I think so or I hope so. You need to know. So right where you're at, I'm not going to come to you if you're here this morning and you do not know the Lord Jesus Christ personally as your Lord and Savior. Please accept him. Say, well, I'm a member of a church. That doesn't matter. You say, well, I've been baptized. It doesn't matter unless you've asked Jesus Christ to come into your life and to forgive you of your sins. So nobody coming to you this morning. Is there one here this morning would slip up your hand and say, Pastor, this morning, I'd like to give my life to Christ today. Raise your hand. Is there one? Yes, I see that hand. Thank you. Thank you. Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Somebody else? Last week, I didn't believe anybody was saved. I didn't see any hands. And somebody went to the information desk and filled out a card and they had given their life to the Lord. And that service, and I was able to call and pray with them on the phone. You that raised your hand this morning, I want you to take it as serious as you can take it, man. This is, this is eternity. This is life changing. Pray this prayer and mean it. Pray it out loud. Don't be ashamed. Lord Jesus, I come before you this morning. And Lord, I ask you to forgive me of my sins. Lord, I ask you to cleanse me. And Lord, I'm sorry that I strayed from you. But now I return and I receive you as my Lord and my Savior. And from this day forward, I do my very best to live my life for you. In Jesus' name I pray and amen. Thank you for listening to the Jewel City Podcast. You can join us in person Sundays at 10 a.m. or 6 p.m. We have something for all people and all ages. Or join our live stream at 10 a.m. 